peace, peace, peace and abundance, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the This Goddess Glows podcast. I'm your host, Sakia Chase. This Goddess Glows is a platform dedicated to inspiring and empowering Afro-Indigenous women to heal, glow, and tap into the goddess within. Ashay. In this episode, I give myself permission to speak easily and freely, okay? I want to talk about this concept of dancing in the rain. And I also want to talk about the three expressions of each zodiac. Um, so I posted this concept uh, a couple of days ago. And I was talking about how life be life in like people been telling me so like so much lately your outlook on life is just beautiful like it seemed like you never have a bad day and you know you're just so positive and uplifting I'm like y'all literally have no idea what turmoil you'll be going on inside or you know around like I'm just not letting that shit phase me I'm not like I know I am the creator of my own reality and staying in the vibration of sadness, frustration, anger, even if I'm betrayed or hurt or, you know, disrespected or slighted in some way, it's not going to help me keep going. It's not going to help me. I don't know why I want to say push the needle forward. It's not going to help me. It's not helping me. It's, it's absolutely positively okay for me to feel my emotions, but to sit in them, to allow them to fester, to allow them to you know, destroy any momentum that I have to keep going and, you know, make more progress and more abundance in my life. It doesn't serve me. So this dancing in the rain concept, I kind of tied it into the three expressions for the Pisces Zodiac. So the three expressions for Pisces, I'm going to go in order. Um, y'all getting this live because again I said I'm giving myself permission to speak freely and this literally just flowed out. So now we got a whole episode. <laughs> we got a whole episode about the three expressions of each zodiac. And then y'all can tap in with me. Y'all can DM me or um drop it in the comments here or wherever you listen to your podcast at and just say what your what your um what expression you're on, what you feel like you're expressing. So the image I posted, the caption said, Pisces, when life presents them yet another challenge, they need to try and see the positive in. So it's a guy lying on uh, the back of a car, the hood of a car, and it's pouring down rain. And he got like just shorts on and he's stretched out. And I played the um, car Tom- Carl Thomas, fuck summer rain that was the song that i put on like and on a part where it's like just go ahead and make it rain until the sun shines back again like just let it rain it is what it is so the three stages of pisces are pisces um fish of course because that's the symbol for pisces darkness and ocean so for the fish it says i'll tag my um my sources in the bottom y'all can literally just do a google search of the three expressions of each zodiac. And I never really understood this, understand, understood this or overstood this. 
I kind of just took zodiacs for like the surface level, but I didn't know this was this is a whole science, y'all. Like I used to I used to be like, oh, you know, like I don't really know like about astrology or I was always curious, let me say that. But like to take it and run with it, like and apply it to certain aspects of life, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. But these this is an ancient practice. This is an ancient like like people study the stars the moon like it's a beautiful thing it truly is like and if you if just the basis of zodiacs it's there are a set of constellations in in the sky um if if we're talking about like the the physical aspect but there is okay no Okay, the physical taps in with the spiritual. I can't talk about one without talking about the other. So your sun sign would be wherever that's the sun was, what constellation the sun was in when you were born. It even goes deeper. And there is, what is it, tropical astrology? And what's the other one? Ooh, I can't think of I can't think of it right now, y'all. It's two there's even two different types of astrology. So pretty much there's like Western astrology and then there's Eastern astrology. Eastern astrology focuses on the moon and um the actual constellations, like concrete constellations, like where they are and where where different uh planets are. Um this is just my understanding, y'all. I'm still growing in my wisdom of these topics of this topic um and then western astrology focuses on which is here in the u.s and other places they focus on um the sun so it's more so the eastern astrology is more about who you are at the core your emotions divine feminine um what you know what who who you are behind closed doors like the the deepest innermost parts of yourself and then Western astrology focuses more on who you present to the world, like the sun and the moon, darkness and light, who you choose to present. So one is more ego-based, which is Western society and Western perspective of astrology. And then one is more like soul-based, like, well, who are you really? I know what you try and do out in this world, but who are you really? So it's so much more deeper than we know. And I didn't know until I want to say two years ago, a year ago, whatever, that there is a sun, moon and rising. And then there's a different meaning for what your moon is. And what we already talked about the moon. The moon is like your innermost being. The sun is like who you project. The sun is like um, the sun is attributed to who your father was, how you were shaped based off of who your father was, the masculine energy, the physical energy. And then the moon is who you are based off of who your mother is and the feminine energy, like what happens behind closed doors, um, who, how, how you attract things into your life. And, um, oh my God, it's just so beautiful. Y'all, the more I'm talking, the more I'm thinking about different things to add, like the fact that the moon um governs the tides like it's just oh my god science is just so beautiful astrology is so beautiful um and then you have your rising and your rising sign is like your mask i'm not sure what planet placement or like star placement is like associated with your rising but that means that there's just more for me to learn and i look forward to learning more about it but yeah it wasn't until a year or two ago that i learned about concept of sun moon and rising and that astrology is more about where each planet was 
and like what constellation the planet was and and what that means. Each planet has like different characteristics and governs certain aspects of who we are. And it makes things make more sense as to why some people say that we are star beings, like we come from the ethers. Because how is it that, if you think of the concept as above, so below, how is it that we're moving down here on this physical planet and these stars are fucking, and these planets are governing our our lives or they have an uh, 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 impact? We Either we can flow with them and we can be in... Um, in, in I can't think of the word, but either we can flow with them or we can go in opposition. And usually life is so much harder when you go in opposition, when you don't understand this and you just, you know, chalk it up to just a bunch of bullshit or, you know, whatever, whatever they talking about. Everybody can believe, choose to believe whatever they want to believe. Right. We have free will. But the more I started to realize and recognize, like I wouldn't pay attention to anything that's going on with the planets, anything that's going on with the stars. And then somebody will post something, like somebody who's like heavy into astrology will post something and they're like, oh yeah, y'all know such and such just was in, I don't fucking know, a retrograde. And retrograde is like when it appears that a planet is moving backwards or something like that. And from this point to this point, you may have been experiencing X, Y, Z. And I'm just like, damn, bitch, get out of my life. Like, how you know? Mind your business. Fuck out of here. It's like, <laughs> no, but for real. Like, I, it's just, like, amazing. Like, as above, so below. It's like, what? How? Like, oh, this was a time where so many things would should have been showing up. And it's just, like, it's not even, it's not even, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not even, like, it's, um, like a one-off situation like this happens often like this happens often i will say and this is why it's important to know your sun moon and rising and to know like um there is what is it an express moon or regress moon or something like that i did that recently the regress moon or something is like the soundtrack of your life like what's going on in your life based off of where the moon is or something like that all of that was important to know as well but anyway um, I will see certain Pisces readings and certain aspects of it resonate with me, but not everything. And then I will send it to somebody that I know who's, you know, of that Zodiac or whatever. And they're like, oh my God, yes, this is like on point, like to the T. And I'm just like, wow. Like one kept talking about moving, 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 moving. My sister's a Pisces son. I'm a Pisces son. And um, other aspects was about like, you don't really trust yourself. You don't believe in yourself or something like that. So I was like, okay, that really resonates like um and not like not wanting to take the leap of faith or whatever but this one kept talking about pisces you're about to move like i just keep getting this feeling i use y'all know i usually listen to the hood healer or the big body high priestess i don't i don't really like tapping with anybody else right now because they feel the most raw real and like uncut like they're the ones that i can feel like authentically connected to like and feel like their messages are authentic i don't feel like they scheming scamming or anything like it's just it feels like pure love and they just walk in any gift so i think i was i was listening to the big body high priestess and she was talking about something about pisces and she just kept talking about moving 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 and she was like you about to have that conversation or something um that you've been waiting to have of um in regards to you moving or something Send it to my sister. My sister's like, yeah, you know, I did just have a conversation with, you know, the landlord and da 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 
And she was like, yeah, it resonates or whatever. Like, she's not into it as much as I am, but I do be, like, sending stuff. Like, to the people that I know can tolerate it. I ain't the type of person that's just about to be a zealot out here telling people that they should believe in or support everything that I'm into. But if they show interest and they ask certain things about things that I'm into, I'll, you know, share what I can. But, yeah, so it's important to know what's going on in your natal chart and your natal chart. I had to get this background, y'all, because... It's like you could say, oh, yeah, that resonates or it doesn't resonate and then just try to throw it out or fully commit to astrology or uh, throw it in the trash because one thing that resonates. But there are la- there are layers um, now back to the fucking expressions of Pisces. <laughs> All right. Y'all. So the stages of Pisces, the fish, darkness and ocean. So the fish, the first stage of Pisces is the fish. The main symbol of, and I'm reading this from um, my source, y'all. Again, I'm going to tag it in the notes, in the show notes. Uh, Pisces, the main symbol of the Pisces sign is the fish. Pisces people are extremely emotional personalities, akin to a fish being swayed around in a turbulent sea. They are not always sure of how to handle their emotions and end up splurging their feelings all over the place. They are gentle souls with a dark side and time will come when the darkness will trump over the light, causing them to drop into a state of sadness and intense disappointment. So this is a stage and it's not like, okay, you don't, the the idea the concept is that like you you maneuver through different stages like of course the third stage is the more enlightened stage the more elevated stage the stage that we all should strive for but again life is a journey not a destination and it doesn't it's not linear so you could jump from one stage to another you not even jump that sounds like anyway you could flow from one stage to another. You can go from the fish and you can move into darkness and then you can move into the ocean, which is the three stages. But at any point, you can go back to the lower stage. At any point, you could, um, you know, revert back to an old version of yourself. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just important to understand where you are. And then you can do a, a healthy um you know, plan of action to get you back to a more healthier state. So the second stage is the darkness stage. So darkness comes, darkness becomes the safest option for a Pisces at this point because they are afraid of causing others pain. They descend to a place where they have no interactions with others and wait for their breakthrough to come. And it eventually does. So this one I wanted to touch on because this this um, post is still going viral where I talked about like, y'all, am I the only one who self isolates when really I just want connection like I crave connection? Um, I feel like personally, I go into self isolation in alignment with the darkness, um, the, the darkness stage for Pisces. I go into self-isolation because I don't want to be hurt. It's to protect myself and it's to protect others because I know the wrath, to be honest. Like, I dibbled and dabbled in the darkness stage recently and I noticed that I started to fade away from communication. I feel like it was my intuition, honestly, because connections that was like fading needed to fade. 
they needed to fade because when I was in like a low point, there was no uh, true care and concern for my being. You know, I love the concept that people, I don't love it, but um, I've learned over the years that some people, you know, love your light, but they can't handle your darkness. Like, they love when you're happy-go-lucky, but when things are not so happy-go-lucky, they don't necessarily show up. So, yeah, like, I feel like those these darkness moments are absolutely necessary for me because it's like I'm, I always say weeding out the weirdos. Like, what you doing here? There's going to be times where I'm not going to be able to uplift you. So are you only here for what I can provide for you? Or is this a mutual, you know, connection? Are we going to pour into each other? Because it's going to be times where I'm not going to be so love and light. It's going to be times where I'm going to want to smack the shit out of somebody. <laughs> Honestly. Like, so the darkness stage is like when, you know, we, we, um, we retreat within. Like where we go within. And you can be a very evolved Pisces and you can do this in a very healthy way. So none of this stuff, let me make this disclaimer, none of the stuff that I'm saying am I justifying. And always, I always, always, always recommend to do whatever you do in the most healthy way possible. Do the best you can to maintain healthy relationships and do with yourself and with others, okay? So don't hurt yourself in these times and don't hurt others in these times. And oftentimes when a Pisces retreats, it's because they don't want to hurt themselves or others. But what's most important, let me add this in there, is that you communicate with the ones that you love. Like when I when I was going through this this space, um, recently I was letting people know, hey, I'm very overwhelmed. Like, I'm very overwhelmed, so please excuse my absence, but I'm overwhelmed. And what I think the issue with a lot of this self-isolation stuff, and I'm kind of annoyed with the um, with the outpour or the DMs and stuff that people are sending me. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to connect with people on my lowest parts, right? I want to, you know, realize that I'm not alone in those situations, but I don't want to be your friend just because you do the same thing that I do when you're mad. What the fuck? I want to connect with you because, okay, what do you, how do you cope? But people are hopping in my DMs like, yeah, yeah. Look. So that's why I made a whole episode about, well, what are we going to do about it? Because we're not about to be connecting off the trauma. Okay, I want to connect off for the healing and the growth. Like, okay, what are you doing about it? What helps you? And then I'll see if it resonates with me. I'll try it. And then we can, you know, we can connect off of that. But we're not about to just be friends that just isolate whenever we fucking mad at shit. Like, no. Grow the fuck up, okay? Heal, okay? And healing looks different for everybody. I'm not saying everybody got to go to therapy. I'm not saying everybody, whatever the fuck you got to do, you can go to your religious leader and they can do a prayer ceremony over you. You can feel cleansed and you can feel like you can transcend the situation. Like everybody's healing looks differently. So I'm not saying there's one way to do things. But what I am saying is don't come over here thinking we about to be friends because uh, we respond to certain situations the same way. If it's if it's health if it's unhealthy, right? Because I was talking about self isolation when really we can just do our best to communicate um, our needs to the people that we love. But what's important too, because we're still on the darkness topic, is to have healthy individuals in your life. I think that's a part of the reason why I do it as well because I don't really be feeling like nobody will understand. You know what I mean? And usually they don't because of. 
what I've what I've developed in my life. Like, oh well, you know, well, I mean, I'm going through this, so you know, what you what you complaining about? Kind of like they don't say that, but it's like it doesn't seem as bad if you're not struggling harshly you know like let's say you're not you're just struggling emotionally or something like that like that's unseen but on the outside everybody sees that you know you're getting up and you're doing what you got to do every day you're making good money you still you know building your business or you taking good care of your children or whatever so it's like I feel like the unseen the emotional things are much more challenging for us to deal with so I feel like it's important to have a community who understands overstands and understands um how to deal with those unseen, you know, like that sometimes I just need to be around y'all. Sometimes I just need, you know, a hug, like presence is enough. And that's what that whole post was about. Like, really, I just be wanting a hug, like, honestly, because I know not like it's up to me to, you know, I'm the creator of my own reality. It's truly up to me to um, attract and work for what it is that I deserve and I desire. At the same time, community is important. You know, autonomy is important. I can do things on my own. Community is important as well because I need the people around me. I need community. I need y'all. Like, I love y'all. I can't do it without y'all. But anyway, yeah, so sometimes Pisces people retreat because they won't, they don't want to hurt anybody. They don't want to hurt themselves. So, yeah, it's like a, like, let me pull back reevaluate reassess and then i'll pop back out later or you know i'll be forced out of hermit mode and then the last stage the stage many of us should strive for as pisces is um the ocean stage so at this point a pisces realizes that the initial terror at the fish stage could be turned into a source of power so when you were fearful in the fish age and you just like going back and forth from emotions and you just it's just so much turbulence in your life, you just exhausted, you tired, just bouncing from one thing to another, you realize like, okay, I feel this way for a reason. This must be a new experience. You know, you start processing it differently. Instead of just looking at it like, oh, cause I'll go like I'll be in the fish stage and be like, yo, fuck this, I'm out. Like life is crazy. Like, why am I dealing with all this? This is this enough is enough. Like I had enough trauma in my fucking life i don't want to fucking more but anyway (laughs) so yeah instead of like taking it as like it's time i'm done i'm over this like you see it as a source of power and instead of being terrified by the waves uh you rule over the waves and you take advantage of the power of the ocean and how it merges with your true nature a Pisces at this point becomes vastly powerful and takes the reins of their lives. They begin to control their emotions more and become strong sources of power and energy to others. I say, I love this. So the whole point of this post, the whole reason why I put it up was for this reason. I really, I got a reading from the big body high priestess and she was just talking about like, yeah, it's giving like, you know, um dancing in the rain energy like shit is going on but you just like doing your best to stay above ground y'all I do have sad moments I do have moments where stuff gets to me like again you can flow from one stage to another um but I'm pretty much in the ocean stage and I just I'm proud of myself because shit could have taken me out a long time ago a long time ago or I I, could have allowed it to but yeah, I'm proud of myself. So that's the ocean stage. 
that's the ocean stage for Pisces. Let me see. Where we at with time? We like 23 minutes in, y'all. I don't know if I'm about to do every zodiac. Let me see. Yeah, I'm going to just read them. Because I ain't really, I ain't about to go into all of that, y'all, okay? I ain't about to, I ain't about to do this with all y'all, okay? <laughs> I wish I would have saved the link, y'all. This is really, like, live and direct. I'm looking for the article that I saved right now. Alright, we did Pisces. Pisces is actually the last zodiac. Aries is the first, but did I save it? I don't know. I think I saved it, y'all. One second. <laughs> y'all literally getting this shit live and direct. Um. Hmm. I don't think I saved it, y'all. But yeah, those are the three for Pisces. It's a good link. Like, I clicked around. I should have saved it. But again, this is an impromptu episode. Making this in the wee hours of the day. It's like 5 a.m. Um, I can find the site, but like when I was first tapping in, oh, this one has pictures. That's beautiful. Ooh, so my favorite one. Let me talk about this. Let me actually plug in. I can't think of her name right now. Never mind. But there's a woman online who um, she likes studies uh how energy manifests in the physical, like, so she can pick up on, like, your body language. They always say you speak before you speak. So, like, you know, different cues that you give. Like, if you, like, she shows, like, how if you, you pierce your lips, it's because you're suppressing speech. If you hold your chest, that's because, you know, you're deep into your heart space in that moment or something like that. But she she taps into all of that and she was just talking about like the different expressions of Scorpio and I knew that before I knew anything else so Scorpio is scorpion the eagle and the phoenix so when we get to Scorpio I tap into what their three expressions or their three stages are but let's go back I started with Pisces because that's my sun sign and that's what stem the whole episode but now we're gonna go on to aries and we're gonna go into go in order of the zodiac so for aries the stages of aries are ram shepherd and reborn son and i kind of felt a little mm, when y'all re- hear this story the ram the shepherd and the reborn son what the fuck does that sound like i'm allowing you to draw your own conclusions i ain't gonna try to put shit in your head but it's given like you know astrology and uh the bible uh are connected there's a lot of esoteric wisdom in the bible that we don't know how to like decipher because we're not taught that there's anything esoteric that there's anything astrological or anything that has anything to do with the sun moon and stars in the bible except we just weren't taught it from that lens so aries the ram the ram this is the symbol everyone knows about the zodiac 
Hence, people born under its influence are passionate conquerors and natural fighters. The ram is a sacred symbol of many solar deities. It shows the potential, a hidden fire within ever burning. However, as they grow up, they realize that they engage in too many fights. And worse, not all fights are victorious. They have many casualties and they've been reckless and irresponsible. Hence, at some point of their lives, they see the loss. This is why they become the shepherd. So it's phases, it's stages. You, The ram, like I'm ready for war. Like what makes it so beautiful for Aries is that y'all, y'all are the shit starters in a good way, in a bad way. Like y'all do the shit, risk takers, the shit that don't nobody else want to do. Like that people be scared to do. Like fire signs in general, like, all right, bold. Right, let's go, let's do it. Shoot first, ask questionless later. But then you realize, like, I'm moving hastily out here. Like, that's not a good way to be. So I have to be a bit more calculated. So then you move into the shepherd stage. So as a shepherd, you're grasping grasping the truth for the first time. You see how pointless it is to engage in rageful quarrels. Your awareness expands. You see what a shepherd sees. A never-ending battle, which is called life. This is when... You turn into yourself. So we all, this. it feels like the second stage is just retreat. Like you self-reflect. The first stage is just like when you're very young and then you get in the mid stage and you start self-reflecting. And then the last stage is kind of like when you big dog, like, oh yeah, I got this. So it's a turning point in your life, but it's not an easy one. You see a shepherd is lonely, isolated. He is a hermit. So every zodiac has that hermit, that retreat within to self uh, expression or phase. At this point, Aries needs time, time to realize their true potential lies in their passion and not rage. This is when they turn their fire into the reborn sun. So if y'all know, y'all know each zodiac, um, not each, yeah, each zodiac. So there's a clump. There are twelve zodiacs total. Um, there is an element that goes with each zodiac. So Aries is a fire sign, and again, you'll hear like a lot of elements of fire, like passion, rage. Like you can be on either extreme, or you can be somewhere in the middle. You know, like or you can flow from state to state. Um, but yeah, each zodiac sign is associated with an element. And Aries is associated with fire. So they go from the ram, the shepherd, to the reborn sun. And for the reborn sun, it says Aries is the first symbol of the zodiac circle. Why? Because what is... Oh, that is when... The nature resurrects from the death of winter. In ancient Egypt, this is the symbol of Aries, the reborn sun, symbolizing the deaths an individual has to go through in order to realize his or her true potential. Once you let go of the pain, sorrow, and rage, you will be reborn with this ultimate stage of Aries. So let me just talk about that really quick. I don't want to make this episode too long, but the way we see the world here in the West is bullshit, okay? I just want to say that because spring, we talked about this in another episode, is the true uh, new year. 
right? Everything is dead in winter. Why the fuck are we celebrating the new year in January? I just want to say that because everybody feels so tired around this time. You want to retreat. You want to go within yourself. This is a time where you're supposed to be really tapping into the hermit expression of your zodiac, I feel, because it's time for you to self-reflect, right? Then the whole concept of like stacking season is in the winter. What? Who the fuck is outside that much in the summertime? I mean, in the wintertime, you're out more in the summertime. So I feel like we should all be stacking more when we have the energy, when we have the resources, when we have nature on our side to support that because we're out more and we can get access to more. There's people outside more. Yeah, I just wanted to say that because I'm I'm reshaping my life the way I feel like it should be and not by like this bullshit society standards. Because it makes more sense. When you're more in alignment, life flows. Like when you're in alignment with nature. And nature is telling us right now, rest and retreat. Because this is we going into November, y'all. We're in November, actually. It's rest and retreat. Reflect. Fuck. Why are we out here celebrating? Ain't no fucking New Year. The fuck ain't no fucking... Ain't shit growing. I'm irritated, y'all. I keep cursing stuff. Anyway. All right, Taurus. Taurus is three stages, the bull, the minotaur, and the demigod. So the bull, everybody knows the bull. Taurus is symbolized by a bull, but what is the occult meaning of this symbol? As you've read many times in our school of witchcraft, the bull is a sacred animal in many ancient religions. Hence, the bull symbolized the potentials of nature. Spring is there and it's fierce. Nothing can stop it. There is only one way and this is forward. Exactly how a bull sees its world. However, quite often due to their lack of ability to see other options, they crash on walls. Those are the obstacles a tourist is programmed to break and not to surpass. Gradually, they see that they cannot assert their dominance to other people. This is when they become a minotaur. This legendary beast, half human with the head of a bull, is a personification of our instinctive passions, which sometimes we think are incompatible with human nature. Shame is a deadly foe. Hence, the minotaur haunted by shame and regrets is more stubborn. This is when they are lost in the labyrinth. Labyrinth is like a big fucking maze. Let me remind you that this legendary creature was lying in the dark chambers of a labyrinth guarding it. Hence, at this point of their lives, they are enraged, more stubborn than ever, but lost in the dark. This is when Taurus loses hope until they realize that they're lost in the darkness because they choose to. This is when all this power enlightens their spirit, break down the labyrinth and become the demigod. This is so, oh, this is no, there is no sugarcoating it. They truly become divine. Once they sense how powerful their spirit is, they channel it and create miracles. At this point of their lives, Taurus perceives his, her power and liberates himself herself from the boundaries of the physical realm however they still cast miracles on earth enjoying satisfaction and beauty guilt-free so i think it's important to plug in the fact that i've seen many express tourists who don't care too much about like esoteric wisdom they don't care too much about astrology and all the stuff it's like man i don't want to hear that bullshit they're tapped more into the physical which makes sense because they're earth signs y'all it is fucking uh, wisdom and all of this shit. 
I feel like I want to do Gemini and then I'm going to stop and do a part two just because I only I want to stick to having 30 minute episodes. And we're only we're at 35, 35, actually. So I'm going to read Gemini and then I'm going to stop. OK, and then I'll do a part two. So it's happening for part two. And y'all can catch me next week with part two. <laughs> so stages of Gemini, twins, ships and stars. So the first step of Gemini's life is drenched with curiosity and love for new experiences. However, they seek new stimuli and as they grow up, they often successfully engage in different activities, adopt diverse theories, and work in many fields as if they sense the time is not enough. However, at some point, they realize that there is an empty space in their heart. This comes after a loss at a young age. Hence, they become, so first they're twins and they're just trying to, you know, figure this life out and they just bounce it from one thing to another. Then they realize, I'm, I feel a little empty and they may have had some type of loss in their younger life. They go into the ship stage. As the myth of Gemini tells us, the twin brothers joined the magical quest to find an amazing treasure. Hence, this symbolizes the stage of Gemini when they are bored from their way of living and seek the bigger truth. This quest, however, may be lonely and disappointing at some point. Hence, most Geminis turn to phase one. Twins, however, if they let go of this disappointment, they become... So in this ship stage, which is like a theme throughout all of the expressions of each zodiac, it's like a retreat stage. It's like, I feel lonely and disappointed. You just like on this quest for something more, just a little tired, right? Because it says, da, 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 symbolizes that Gemini, the stage of Gemini, when they are bored from their way of living and seek the bigger truth. It's, all right, it's time to retreat. What the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> Stars is the last stage. So this is the final stage of the Zodiac. Once they realize that their inner curiosity for knowledge is simply lust for life, they accept failures and disappointment. They let go of pain and they move forward, expanding their awareness and becoming a true source of light. They become stars. So again, each Zodiac is associated with an element and Geminis are associated with the element of air. And it talks about stimuli, right? And that's tapped in with the mind. It's they, 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 it, the myth for Geminis that they're thinkers, like either to the extreme or, you know, just in a good way. Like they're, they're geniuses. Like, so if you have such a creative view of the world and you want to be so, uh, you have these robust visions of for life, it's like easy for you to be bored, like with life, because it's like, this is, this it, the fuck? <laughs> I hate to hear it. But yeah, those are the three expressions for Gemini. I'll pick back up with cancer on the next episode. Ooh, the crab, the hydra, and the peacock. Okay, period. <laughs> All right, I look forward to talking to y'all in the next episode. I love y'all. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the This Goddess Clothes podcast. I'm so grateful for your support. 
I'm so grateful for your listening ear. I'm so grateful that my messages and my my um, my guest messages were able to vibrate in your soul and provide you with that love, that energetic love that you absolutely need. This is Reiki through the motherfucking airways. We healing people with this. I'm healing people with my voice, y'all. This is beautiful. So again, tune in with us every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and get some love. Allow someone to pour into you with with the authenticity, real, raw, and uncut. We ain't holding no motherfucking punches, okay? If you wanted a podcast where motherfuckers is prim and proper and they just talking about like basic shit, they ain't getting underneath the surface, go somewhere else. But if you like this real raw uncut authentic getting loved up on for being exactly who you are holistically then stay here and see us again on the next episode i love you and i'll talk to you soon